Yeah, so it, it really struck me uh, recently we were reading the temptations of Jesus in the desert and you know, he was so free to be able to recognize the temptations and, and say no. So Jesus was the most free person ever to walk the face of the earth. Of course, he was fully human and fully God. Um, we are not free, you know. So I always ask people, have you ever done something and then right afterward think, why did I do that? Or say something and kind of think, oh man, why did I say that? It's because we're not free and it's it's because we act out of our woundedness. Um, and so I believe to become the the disciple, the missionary disciple that God calls each of us to be, we all need healing of those wounds. Um, sometimes they're easy to recognize. Um, you know, Dr. Bob Schutz talks about uh, type A and type B wounds. So type A wounds are something you were deprived of. So maybe you didn't receive the love that you wanted or desired as a child or um you know, just something that just wasn't there that you wish you had. Type B wounds are something bad that happened to you, you know, abuse, uh, divorce in the family, a death of a loved one, those kinds of things. And and so we all have those kind of wounds in our past, and they affect us uh, whether we realize it or not. And so the healing that we need as as we grow as missionary disciples is to go back into those places of our woundedness. Uh, we always say it's not a search and destroy mission, but it's a let the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to raise these wounds up to us and then ask him to heal us. And there's a whole process. You know, we do Be Healed retreats, and uh, Dr. Bob Schutz has a great book called Be Healed and Neil Lozano, Unbound, that kind of help us deal with those wounds uh, from our past. And so in our diocese, we have this ministry, this growing ministry with you in it. Um, but there are people who listen to these podcasts and also get this newsletter the newsletter from across the country. They may not have that there. So what's the best way you think for someone who's um, either a missionary disciple or, or on the path to being one? What can be helpful for them to, to get the healing that they need? Yeah, I, I would start by reading one or both of those books. So Be Healed by Dr. Bob Schutz and Unbound by Neil Lozano. And then possibly attending, each of them do conferences around the country. They usually move around. There might be some retreats. Um, we've, we've had people come from out of state coming to our Be Healed retreats um, to, to have that experience. What's it like? And people always ask us, you know, for the retreats that we do, do I have to have something major, like a major trauma in my life to go on a healing retreat or to need healing? And I always say, no, if you've sinned, you need healing. Um, an example in my own life and how how Jesus uh, works, um, my mom died of, of cancer when I was 57. Uh, I'm sorry, when she was 57, I was 31. And it was kind of a a tragic thing. Um, she didn't really die of the cancer. She died of an internal hemorrhage. And, you know, it was just a horrific scene, blood everywhere. She died in my arms. And I was in my first year of seminary and I wanted to leave seminary because I was angry with God. Um, and the lie that I believed around that wound of my mom's death was that God had abandoned us. Um, Dr. Bob Schutz has a list of seven, what he calls, uh, um, uh, of the wounds that he's, he has seen in his 
spiritual director had me go back into that night. He says, the only way to find healing is to go back into that night and ask the Lord, where were you? And I thought it was crazy, but but I, I trusted my spiritual director. So in my imagination, I imagine myself being back in that night that my mother died. And, you know, he said, and he said, ask God, where were you? Ask Jesus, where were you? And as I did that, um, you know, the Pieta where Mary is holding the lifeless body of Jesus in her arms, the image came to me, but it was in reverse. It was the son holding the mother's body. It was me holding my mom's body. And Jesus was wrapped around both of us and, and crying with me. And I just started to experience healing there that uh, God was dismissing the lie that he had abandoned me. And he was saying, I was right there with you. I was mourning with you. And I knew that healing was taking place because I could then talk about my mom and not cry, but I could think of you know, the beautiful times that I had with her. So Jesus's methodology in the scriptures is he, like Peter, he takes him back to the charcoal fire. Peter denied Christ around a charcoal fire. And then after the resurrection, Jesus built a charcoal fire and not to condemn Peter or to, to judge him, but around that charcoal fire, he healed him. Peter, do you love me? Three times for the three times that he denied him. The Samaritan woman at the well, Jesus said, bring your husband. And that was her wound, right? She'd been married five times. She was living with the sixth husband. And uh, he didn't bring her there to condemn her or judge her, but it was through that experience that he, he healed her by showing her love and compassion. And she became one of the greatest evangelist, uh, you know, one of the first ones. And so God wants to bring us back to our wounds, not to judge and condemn, but to bring us back to dispel the lies that have built up around our wounds. I'm not worthy of God's love. God abandoned me. Uh, there's no way that God can forgive me. Those are lies that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he wants us to know how much he, he loves us, and uh, he wants to free us through this healing process. That's, that's great, Father. And last question is, um, you, you always have these uh, two quotes that you say, which are, which are simple, but they're very profound about hurt people and rescue people. Can you tell them, can you share them, but also when you do get the healing in your journey as a disciple and, and you're a missionary disciple who has that freedom and that clarity, I, I see it in my life as um, the healing through the healing that I've gone through the um, power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, a certain kind of clarity. When you see things, you, you you kind of feel other people's pain more, right? And and so you're you're then galvanized to want to um, help them. But of course, we're not the savior, right? So you can only point them to the savior, and and hope they get the healing. But with that in mind, what can you know rescued people do to help other people heal in their role as a missionary disciple? But first, tell me about those quotes. Yeah, so uh, something that I heard um, in, in one of the healing retreats I went to is that hurt people hurt people, and healed people heal people, or the same rescued people rescue people. And so after, you know, I'm st we're all still in the process of healing. It's always ongoing. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. But as I've gone through my own healing process, um, I start to become much more aware of and have more compassion for others. You know, I realize that I hurt people out of my own hurt, out of my own pain and woundedness. 
I didn't mean to, I didn't want to, but I, I just did it out of my brokenness. And now as I experience people, you know, who might say hurtful things or do, you know, you know, things that I don't appreciate, um, instead of judging them or condemning them, I start to think, wow, I wonder what's going on in their lives. What, what has happened to this person to make them want to do this? Or maybe not even want to do it, but to make them do this, this compulsion that we have to act out of our woundedness. So it's given me whole new eyes of compassion and also an awareness of how people act out of their woundedness. And so my, my goal is to, you know, introduce them then to this, this healing power of Christ through introducing them to the books of Be Healed and an Unbound, inviting them to a retreat, just walking with them and, and hearing people's stories. So often, you know, we can judge people, you know, by our first uh, impression, uh, but we have no idea what that person has been experiencing in their lives. And so what a lot of people just need to do is to have somebody listen to their story and hear them. And so that'd be my encouragement for those missionary disciples who are listening who are saying, how can I help others? Just ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you with an awareness of, of where people are coming from and try to find the 